Hi, this is Diane Cannon. You're listening to TV Confidential. I told you my name. What's yours? Mine's Gilbert Bowen. He's Roy Collins. What do you do for a living? I'm a draftsman. He runs a garage. That makes you smarter. Or does it? You ought to be all over that windshield. You got lucky. It hit an empty chamber. I had to use it a while back. Now, don't make any more fast moves. I told you the last guy made that mistake. Robertson author guest Mary Ann Anderson. Mary is the author of Ida Lupino, Beyond the Camera, the story of Ida's life and career and the making of The Hitchhiker, illustrated behind-the-scenes look at the classic thriller starring Edwin O'Brien, Frank Lovejoy, and William Tallman that was directed by Ida Lupino. Both Ida Lupino, Beyond the Camera, and the making of The Hitchhiker, illustrated, are available through Bear Manor Media.com as well as Amazon.com and wherever books are sold online. Uh, Mary was kind enough to share a few clips from one of the very last interviews that Ida Lupino gave, which was originally recorded on August 25th, 1991, between Ida and New York Times bestselling journalist Ann Sperber, one of the many Anns or Annies in Ida Lupino's life. And they're talking specifically about Ida's friendship with Humphrey Bogart. Now, let's see, there's a big scene uh, near the end of High Sierra in which Ida has to cry. And in this next clip, Ida talks about how Humphrey Bogart helped her prepare for that scene. And she also talks, and she also gives us insight as to what it was like working with the great director, Raoul Walsh. So, with that in mind, we will play Ida Lupino in conversation with A.K. Sperber. August 25th, 1991. You said that for some reason or other the tears wouldn't come and that he kind of took you aside and asked, said to you something like, you know, just think of the last time. When did you lose something that was very precious to you or something like that and had you kind of reaching inside of yourself and you were able to cry? Yes. Well... I'll tell you what he really did say to me. Yes, please. I said, I'm having trouble, Bogey. Mm-hmm. I can't make it happen. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, just think the way it really might be. That you're going to go away with little pod, mm. and you're never, either one of you, going to see me ever again. Mm. And all I thought of... <laughs> That was it. You really started in. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my. That's. I think that's one of the great stories, really. Well, it had a lot of good in it, particularly the end with the two of us. Mm-hmm. The, the people did not want to see these people parted. Yes. They really didn't. Well, you know, the end there when there's that beautiful close-up of you and you say he's free. Yeah. It, it's almost as though in some way you haven't been parted. You, you know, right. you know, you end with a kind of uplifting feeling. Yes, that's right. You know, it was, oh, it was wonderfully done. How, what was, 
Joe Walsh-like. Oh, well, uncle, we used to call him. No kidding. Humphrey Bogart was bogey. Yeah. I was loopy, L-U-P-I, on the lot. <laughs> and uh, Errol Flynn was the count. <laughs> and uh, Raoul Walsh was uncle. <laughs> we loved him. Uncle was just wonderful. He he had a way of he didn't behave like a director, you know, putting up a front of any kind. Mm-hmm. But he managed to get things out of us that were real, the mm-hmm. real feelings. Mm-hmm. He was just great. That was Uncle Raoul Walsh. Working with Raoul and with Bogie, yeah. I was always at ease and happy, mm-hmm. even when I was supposed to be unhappy. <laughs> and uh, if I say so, I think Bogie was too. I once said to him, did your parents hate you, Bogie? Did you get a middle name? He said, no. <laughs> Who the hell called you Humphrey? Mm-hmm. He said, very few people. And I said, well, I love Bogey. He said, so do I. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. He said, only people in business that I don't care for call me Humphrey. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm very uncomfortable. Won't mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. well spoken altogether? Oh, yes. Wonderful. I mean, his English was good. Oh, yes. Yes, I am. But it's interesting that you should say, did your parents hate you? Because I've oh, done it. I was kidding. Oh, 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 I see. You mean playing, uh, playing at uh, being psychologist. Yes, that's right. Ida Lupino playing psychologist with journalist Ann Sperber. Conversation originally recorded August 25th, 1991. Audio courtesy of her friend Mary and Anderson Mary is the author of several books on the life and career of Ida Lupino, including Ida Lupino Beyond the Camera. It's Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A couple of things. One is just 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 working backwards. One of the things I like about that particular clip is is again you get you get perceptions of people. And again, you know, Ann, Ann Sperber was a very accomplished writer, a very very respected biographer. And yet, it's kind of comforting for people like you know, like 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 you and me that she got you know, when Ida was Ida was talking about did did anybody call Bogey Humphrey, uh, and and <laughs> did did your parents hate you? You I mean Ida was being funny, but in that moment, Ann Sperber didn't realize that she was being funny, and so <laughs> that's kind of funny. That, that that was that was kind of funny. It's 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 kind of a human moment. Oh, definitely. Anne was, uh, originally, she was an editor for uh, Putman and McGraw mm-hmm. in New York. And she told me she got tired of cleaning up everybody's bad manuscripts yeah. and decided to write her own. Well, you know, like, hey, it's like anything else. I mean, you, you, reach a point in, you reach a point in life when you want to start doing your own stuff. You know, that's, 
That is that's that's what it's all about. But uh, going going back to earlier in earlier in the clip where she talks about how Bogey helped her cry. That was, I mean, I I don't think Ida was a method actor per se. Not at all. But. <laughs> But that was that that was good that was good advice from Bogey, you know, to to just to, to give her something that enabled her to get past that hurdle so that the tears would flow on camera when they needed to flow. Yeah, it's a beautiful scene. It's iconic in film history. It's just incredible. Yeah. I think Richard Anderson would call Bogey a behavioral actor. I like that. In, in, in me, meaning um, he wasn't a method actor, but he tended to approach things that kind of came nat- out of his own natural behavior. I uh, agree. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, th- I think David Jansen would also kind of fall under that category. And maybe even Clark Gable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking to Mary Anderson. Mary is the author of several books on the life and career of Ida Lupino, including Mr. Adams and Eve Illustrated, an intimate look at the classic television series uh, starring Ida Lupino and her husband at the time, Howard Duff. Mary is also the author of The Making of the Hitchhiker Illustrated, behind-the-scenes look at the classic film noir thriller directed by Ida Lupino that will never, you'll never think a Hamilton burger quite the same if you see The Hitchhiker because William, William Toller plays the title character and he's a psycho killer. He was considered a spree killer because he committed all those murders within a week. Well, he he was a spree killer, and he had this he, he had this thing with his eye where he could not he could not close his eye. This is the real you know, uh, Billy Cook. The yeah, real he had uh, Billy Cook had a growth on his eye as a child, and when it was removed, it left the eye so it would not close. Yeah, and. And, and this, and, and when Tallman played Billy Cook, I mean, he wasn't he wasn't called Billy Cook in the movie, but uh, no, when, no. when he when he played the hitchhiker, the spree killer, it was about it was about ten, uh, best, best seven, somewhere between seven or ten years before Perry Mason. It was the role I understand it was the role that really put Tallman on the map. Yes, it did. It made him a star. It made him it made him a star. And and again, as, as fun as it is to watch Tallman and Perry Mason. It, it is a reminder that he did do other things, and he, again, you'll never think, you will never, th- if you've never seen The Hitchhiker, you know, look it up, it's, 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 it's out there. If you like Perry Mason, you'll never think a Hamilton Burger quite the same. Oh, never. I always see him as uh, the killer up on the rock with the gun pointing <laughs> it at Edmund O'Brien. Yeah. yeah. Of course, Humphrey Bogart was one of Ida's favorite leading men, as well as one of her closest friends. Well, she loved Bogey. She yeah. was hoping it would uh, blossom into a relationship, and unfortunately it didn't. And that kind of sets up our next clip where Ann Sperber asks Ida Lupino that very same question. Well, there wasn't, it, it didn't turn out to us being lovers. Uh-huh. But we did care about each other. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Being with him was absolutely heaven and peaceful to me. And then... Uh, well, I guess he didn't find me too bad. Well, <laughs> no, he, he was a wonderful person. Ida Lupino in conversation with Ann Sperber, August 25th, 1991. Audio courtesy of Mary Ann Anderson. Yeah, I would say it, it's safe to say that uh, Bogey found Ida a wonderful person, and I think it's safe to say that you found Ida a wonderful person. 
definitely. She was very special to me. She's like my mother and best friend, uh, all in one person. Humphrey Bogart, of course, was one of the stars of High Sierra. Earlier we heard Ida talk about working with Raul Walsh, the director of High Sierra. In this next clip, Anne Sperber asks Ida about working with John Houston, who co-wrote the screenplay of High Sierra, and Mark Hellinger, the producer of High Sierra. Well, both men were wonderful men. Yeah. And Mark Hellinger, oh, I was always hoping he'd stay on forever at Warner's. Uh, produce Mark Hellinger pictures. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but Mark had to go back east. And he was a wonderful person. And John Houston the same. Delightful to find at Warner Brothers two producers who were wonderful. <laughs> No problems at all. I thought, thank your lucky stars. Oh, yes. That, you were so adorable in that trio. With Olivia. Olivia and George Tobias. And George Tobias. I could see Olivia was really working hard, and I think, you know, it was wonderful that she could do that. But you did that with such a flair. You could have so easily with, you know... I've done musical comedy any time. <laughs> that would have been taking off to my father. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, you must have had dance training. Uh, yes, I did. Before I came to America, I used to go to the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts. Oh. And uh, where one is in the theater, the large theater, the big theater, mm-hmm. and dance. Uh-huh. And um, that ran in the Lupino family. Of course. So I'm glad I got some of it. Oh, and I'm glad we got we got some of the dancing, if it was only in that one <laughs> sequence. <laughs> you know, it's very funny, but when I was going through the Warner Records, I found that originally George, that male role, that George Tobias finally did was supposed to be done by Bogart. Could you imagine that? Oh, no. How wonderful. He was going to do that with you and Olivia. Oh, no. Yes. Did you ever see him dance on any occasion? Or sing? Bogey? Yes. No. That would have been a real first. That would have been fun. I bet he could have done it. Oh, I'm sure. The two of you? Oh, yeah. When I was watching George Tobias in that zoot suit, I kept on trying to visualize Bogart. <laughs> yes. Now that I'm thinking of it, yes. Well, it wasn't that he wasn't, that he didn't want to do it. He wanted to, but he was doing a film for Columbia at the time. Oh, so yeah. it just didn't go with the, you know. Right. But I'm sure. And he would have been just wonderful. <laughs> Ida Lupino in conversation with A.K. Sperber, August 25th, 1991, on working with producer John Houston and screenwriter Mark Hellinger in High Sierra, and whether Humphrey Bogart could have danced if he wanted to. Uh, audio courtesy Mary Ann Anderson. Mary's books on Ida Lupino include Ida Lupino, Beyond the Camera, available through Bear Manor Media. Dot com. A lot of things to talk about in this clip. Working backwards, it's like it was again. It's, it's a great. It's, it's a great question by Sperber because it's just one of those things that come up. And obviously, at the time, she was into. I mean, she was heavy in her research with 
Humphrey Bogart. It's just one of those natural things. You don't picture Humphrey Bogart dancing, at least not on film. No, I don't, but I'm sure Ida could have taught him how to dance. (laughs) (laughs) And, And she mentions Olivia. Olivia did have some problems with that sketch and keeping in in tune so if you see olivia in that you see her with the gum and she used that to cover for her being a little bit off key and it 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 works perfectly and of course olivia is olivia de Havilland, and uh you got to know olivia's sister joan fontaine uh yes i met joan through ida uh, Ida had lost contact with her. She tried to contact her through Duff, and Duff said he didn't know where she was. So Joan contacted me. We had a lovely chat, and eventually Ida and Joan spoke. Uh, there was still some estrangement between the two of them because Ida had been married to Collier Young. Joan later married Collier Young. Yeah. And Joan also inherited Ida's dog, Holden, which was a collie, and Joan gave a very funny interview to Army Archard that as far as she was concerned, she received two dogs from Ida, (laughs) collie and a collie. Holden, was that named after Bill? Bill Holden, yes. We're talking to Mary Ann Anderson. Mary's books on Ida Lupino include Ida Lupino, Beyond the Camera. We'll continue our conversation with Mary and hear more of Ida's interview from 1991 with journalist Ann Sperber here on TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, author friend Donna Allen Figueroa, who I understand has a new book out. Yes, it's entitled Fall Again Beginnings. It's the first part of a four-part contemporary romantic series set against the background of working actors. Something that you know a, little, a thing or two. Well, about. you write what you know, and I have been working in the business for several years. It is not necessarily autobiographical, but it's based on. Sure, many of the experiences that the actors in my book have. Many have happened to me, many have happened to friends of mine. It's not, if you're looking for. Valley of the Dolls, it's not, it's grounded in reality. It is grounded in reality, and it's the first in a series. Yes. Called the Fall Again series. Fall Again. Which is available as a paperback as well as an ebook and in Kindle at fallagainseries.com. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today. 800-712-8002. That's 800-712-8002. Paid for by U.S. Med. Maverick, Legend of the West, revised third edition, completely updated with more than 100 pages of new information about the show that made James Garner a star, including a dozen new interviews and a lot more comments from James Garner himself. Maverick, Legend of the West, revised third edition, available now at maverick, legendofthewest.com, maverick, legendofthewest.com. 
Com. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contract. Our experienced partners are offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. You'll never pay another timeshare maintenance bill again, and all your obligations will be terminated. You can begin saving today. Even if you've tried another company to get rid of your timeshare, share call and see if we can help you at the timeshare exit hotline we only accept payment after an agreement has been made to get you out of your timeshare make this complimentary free call and learn how our honest partners can help anyone anywhere legally get out of their timeshare nightmare 800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093 That's 800-715-6093. This portion of TV Confidential is sponsored by the misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, the hilarious side-splitting new DVD available through Kino Lorber. Thanks for powering our stream. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net you can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash tvconfidential or at tvconfidential on instagram and if you're listening to us on the tv confidential podcast please be sure to hit the subscribe button This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.